Hey, I'm Taven. And I'm William. And today on Outre News, we'll be discussing a dog being elected as mayor of a small town in Kentucky and much more. This town's election has gone to the dogs. Now, I know you're not going to believe this, but in a small town in Kentucky called Rabbit Hash, a dog was elected mayor. Can you believe that, Taven? No, not really. Um, you know, a dog being elected as mayor is kind of unbelievable. Is like the dog making the decisions? No, it, so the, it's, um, yeah, luckily not. Um, the dog is more the face of the uh, election it's the, the the dog has an owner and that person will be making the decisions luckily oh okay because now the town is not going to be doomed if like the no. dog is making all the decisions yeah no um it's actually quite cool because this this didn't just happen for no reason um so all of the candidates were dogs and it was oh, a fundraising okay. campaign in this town rabbit hash um, so every dollar you donate, so you can only donate one dollar, and it counts as a vote. Oh, oh, that's cool. So, so like, yeah, you, cool. So, so they're kind of like, you donate a dollar to like a specific dog, and it counts as a vote. Yes. Well, you don't donate it to the dog itself. You donate it to the town. Yeah, you donate it. You donate it to the town, but like, you donate the dollar to the town, and then you say which dog you want to vote for. Yeah. Okay. That's really cool. Is it like it's a fundraising campaign, right? Yes. Yeah. So there were more than twenty-two thousand votes, which is the highest ever in that town. Oh my god! And so that means that they got over twenty-two thousand dollars to uh, put into the town. That's awesome, and um, I think it's I think it's really cool that um, you know, like now everyone has like you know usually. I don't have a connection of Justin Trudeau. I've never met him, whatever. I've, you know, never seen him in person, but like a dog, we have, we have like, humans have more of a connection to. And I think it's really interesting that they It's kind of cool. So um, just a question. Do you think that if that election had been humans, that they would have raised that much money? Um, That's kind of a tough question to answer. Um, personally, I don't think so, because, like, I don't think, like, personally, I wouldn't donate a dollar for, like, if it was just, like, a human or, like, a person, right? But if it's, like, a dog, like, oh, okay, it's a dog, you know, whatever, you know, fun, you know, I donate a dollar. Yeah. Without any hesitation, yeah. And it's, it's not even that money, that much money to spend. Yeah, Honestly, everyone can donate a dollar. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. Um, can you imagine if the U.S. say adopted a politic similar to this? Maybe not with dogs because it's a very serious election, but yeah. where one dollar would count as a vote because they have a population of over three hundred twenty million, which means that in one election they could get potentially three hundred twenty-eight million dollars. Without any, like, trouble from anyone. Yeah. Cool. The only problem is for um, poor people who want to vote, they wouldn't have uh, the money. Well, I'm not sure. Vote, right? 
Pardon? They can still vote if they don't have the money. Yeah, exactly. It would still be pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, you know, if it's a very serious election like Biden versus Trump and there were dogs representing them, I think Trump would be like that one pit bull that bites people and doesn't let go. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, you know, he doesn't want to leave office. Okay, well, that's, yeah. That's good. And you know, uh, speaking of animals, I was watching the news, and apparently in Jasper, Alberta, um, there were these signs that were posted around, and it said, do not let moose lick your car. What? So I was kind of like, okay, what's going on here? And so apparently moose are obsessed with salt. They love the smell and taste of it. So what's happening is now that, you know, winter's, winter's, uh, winter's coming, um, people are putting more salt on the roads. And when the cars drive on the roads, the salt kind of like splashes onto their car. So when they park, the moose are coming and they're licking the cars and, and they're taking the salt off the cars. And because of this, um, they're trying to, they're starting to lose their fear of the roads and cars. So this is a pretty bad situation because, you know, apparently what's been happening is the wolf population has been like lowering. And because of this, the moose population has skyrocketed. So this means that if this is happening, there's going to be a lot more roadkill. And um, apparently what happens is when you're driving your car and you hit a moose, let's say, first of all, the moose just, the moose is dead when you hit it with the car. Um, but it also you have a very high percent chance of dying as well and everyone in the car because the moose apparently it smashes through the window and obviously if a moose is smashes through the window at, and you're driving at a high speed well you can guess what happens from there oh that that does not sound good yeah so i don't know personally i don't know i do not have any idea how they're going to prevent the moose from licking their cars if they're like if they park their car yeah exactly because they can't just not park their car yeah but maybe they could put something on their car that would um make the moose go away you know like something that they really don't like the smell of or something. yeah yeah that's what i was thinking hopefully yeah. something like humans definitely not something poisonous no no that, that would not um, just something like i don't know yeah. Um, I don't know, pepper, maybe? Or, or <laughs> breed more wolves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, that, that is, uh, that's pretty uh, strange. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, so um, on to another story. My friend actually brought this one to my attention. I looked it up, and apparently an elephant fell into a 55-foot-deep well in India. Um, what? <laughs> Can you repeat that? So an elephant 
fell into a 55-foot deep well. Oh, my God. In this India, was, right? Yeah, Ilikundanur in India. Oh, God. Was the, was, the, was the well, like, did it have water in it? Yes, so the well had water in it, so luckily oh, okay. it did Thank not God. die. Oh. Um, yes, but the farmer who lived on the farm where the elephant fell in uh -huh. yeah. the prize of an elephant and oh. looked in his well, and there was an elephant in the bottom. Oh so he, he called the uh, forest department, and they brought two cranes and more than 50 responders to get an <laughs> elephant out of the well. 50 responders for okay yeah it, it, it was a lot anyways um, a lot of people so first of all they they took all the water out of the well so that the elephant wouldn't drown okay um and then they tranquilized it and uh -huh. brought down some cranes and lifted it up oh well that's good okay. yeah so it's hopefully alive now probably traumatized but at least it's not. I mean, if I was thrown, if I accidentally fell down a 55-foot deep well, um, yeah, I don't know. And they got tranquilized and dragged out by a crane. Yeah. And they had to tranquilize me. Yeah. Um, so. Another cool thing is um, the villagers were actually dropping leaves down through the well's opening to feed the elephant. Oh, so like, so it could eat basically. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. Okay, at least the elephant wasn't, you know, starving or anything. They were giving it food, but yeah. I don't know if people were throwing leaves down at me. <laughs> I don't know. But if it, it was just like, I mean, the elephant was, I don't know how that worked because if the elephant was drowning, like in the water or like was going, it was like in the water, how would he eat the leaves? I'm not quite sure. Maybe they like maybe they like took the water and then threw the leaves in. Yeah, that that's uh, more likely. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's a bit of a you know a sadder story, um, but I actually found a very uplifting and um very christmasy story that i think i it needs to be brought to our attention um so there was a headline on a news story i kid you not swimming santa brings dead sea to life with christmas tree and cheer um okay <laughs> so apparently this guy was dressed up as santa and it was part of a campaign by the Israel's tourism ministry to like bring some Christmas cheer during a global pandemic. So this man, they sent this man dressed up as Santa to go to the Dead Sea, which is famous for its uh, salty, rich waters. And this man brought with himself a Christmas tree fully decorated into the lake and right in the middle of it he dug a little hole in like this little salt buildup and he planted it and he started singing christmas songs 
and uh, started, people started, you know, I don't know, they started hearing Christmas songs from like coming from the sea. So they started looking over and they saw this man dressed up as Santa. So he started posing for pictures and then he just started swimming in the lake. And then uh, he just got out because the Christmas tree had no, ch absolutely no chance of surviving in the salty waters. So Santa took it with him uh, when he returned to shore. Uh, I don't know why Israel's tourism ministry would do this because um, it would actually kind of discourage me yeah, going to Israel. Because what mentally sane person just goes into the water dressed up as Santa and <laughs> starts singing Christmas songs? So this was kind of um, you know really funny, and um, I showed it to some friends and they they started laughing. Um, it was it was just really. Uh, it was really cool. Yeah. Okay, well, that was quite funny. And that's it for Outre News. Next time, we'll be discussing what if you could explore the internet while you were asleep. Now, this sounds like something out of a fantasy movie, but it's real. Mm -hmm.